I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of $19.99, but wait, there's more! Quiz time! Cool. So, Dalton, Joe, Mm -hmm. what are you obsessed with right now? Why am I going first? I'll go. You go first. I'll go. My thing is books. I got hooked on this um, uh, podcast called What Should I Read Next? Um, is, she's got a very like chill NPR voice. She's like, hello, readers. And like, yes. you know, that kind of thing. But um, since the election, my sanity, because I, I cannot go on social media, Dalton will find me just staring at a screen and like like frozen in a paralytic state. Um, so I started going to all the libraries in New York. And my books I need to read list has grown huge. And I have read all four of the Neapolitan novels by Elena Ferrante. And I've started Brothers Karamazov by Dostoevsky, which I'd never read. And I'm still trying to... Dostoevsky? She's not fucking around. I'm not (laughs) fucking around. I read books that my mother recommended to me years ago. I've uh, oh, I've checked man. out books that came out in the last four years. I'm losing my mind, and it's been wonderful. It's been I was a voracious reader as a kid, and I haven't been in the past few years, and it's been a delight. Mm-hmm. It's been a delight. Oh man, awesome, Dalton. Um, I am a huge comic book nerd. That's true. Um, I am. I read so many comic books. Um, but one plug: he has a comic book podcast. Whoa. Uh, legit. Uh, oh, never mind. I had a comic book podcast. Does it still it, exist? Like you on can the still find it. It's called uh, Pretty Much Obsessed. Which okay. So wow. Goes Great with the podcast. Uh, I hosted it with a friend of mine named Chris, uh, who's uh, still in Michigan, and we. Hey, Chris. Uh, we would every week we would talk about that week's comics and comic book movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Oh man! But um, over one comic book that I had missed last year was this new uh, book called Monstrous. Uh, by Marjorie Liu and Santa Takeda, and it was recommended to me all year by a bunch of friends of mine. And finally, after Christmas, I bought like the paperback of like the first six issues, and it's unbelievable. I've never read a comic book like this before. Like it's it's laid out like a f- fantasy epic novel. Like it's about like this. And I'm not usually a fantasy person. I like I'm not a Lord of the Rings person. I like superhero comics, you know, uh, or like. Um, more grounded stuff. I'm not a fantasy person, but it's about, like, this war uh, between, like, two races in another world. But it's all got these themes of, like, racism and, uh, you know, sort of identity politics causing, you know, violence and and things like that. And it's about this uh, girl who lives in this world that has, like, this actual, like, bloodthirsty monster living inside her, which is why it's called Monstrous. Whoa. Um, Wow. And the art is unbelievable. Like, it, every page looks like a painting that would have taken years. Like, I don't know how they do it monthly. Like, uh, it's completely gorgeous. It's written uh, beautifully, like a literary novel. Um, and uh, so I've, I've blazed through, like, ten issues in a couple days, and now I'm caught up. So well, And nice. what's it called again? It's called Monstrous. Monstrous. Yeah, there's, like, ten issues. You can catch up real quick if you're a comic book fan. Mm, I'm not, but I could start. <laughs> it sounds great. It's it really it's really amazing. Alright, great. Question number two. Question number two. Alright, Dalton's gonna go first on this one, because I okay. plugged it earlier. Desert Island. 
three movies to watch forever. This is gonna be tough. Yours is gonna be different, Joe. Don't even don't even think. I mean, you can say them, but your question's different. Oh, I yeah. have a different question. Oh, you have a different Desert okay. Island. Okay. Hmm. Three movies. Um. It's tough because I I for as much of a movie addict as I was, I just haven't these last couple of years been able to watch a lot. But I can't believe this is the first thing that's coming to mind because it's so stupid. <laughs> but one movie that for the last ten years, every time I watch it, it gets funnier is. Oh, Walk no. hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yes. <laughs> Whoa! I love yeah. it. I, I love it. Everybody believe. needs a stupid. Yeah, something. Yes. Yeah, that's the first one coming to mind. But every time I watch that movie, it gets funnier. And I've funnier. never seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't. But oh, like, I'm thinking like weird. that's me in Scary Movie Three. He yeah. loves that John C. Riley. I love John C. Riley. Um, it's what? really funny. You should watch Ring of Fire and. Uh, is it Ring of Fire? Yeah. The Johnny Cash. No, show. Walk, the John- walk the Line. Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Um, you should watch Walk the Line and Dewey Cox back to See, I haven't seen Walk the Line, and I still think that it's Did it Reese Witherspoon win her Oscar for yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, honey, Elle Woods is in the house. I feel like you need to watch that. Okay, I'm ready. Much. I'm ready. Joe knows me really well. I feel, <laughs> I feel very aligned with you, Joe. I yeah, do. It's true. Yeah. We got two movies left. Um, All right, so we got Walk Hard. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go, first of all, with uh, Synecdoche, New York, which okay. is another movie I get more and more out of every time I watch it. The first time I watched that movie, this uh, I so hard agree with Roger Ebert's statement on this movie, which is that it's a movie that you shouldn't see unless you've already seen it once. Because uh, oh. the first time I watched this movie, I had no idea anything that was happening in it, but I just knew it was kind of beautiful. Was and it then, filmed in Schenectady? No. no. It's, uh, it's this... It's, a Charlie Kaufman movie who did like uh, he's known for uh, doing like Being John Malkovich he wrote Being John Malkovich mm. an adaptation um, and uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind a lot of kind of like mind-bendy movies and this was his directorial debut and it's about this theater company and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is this playwright who's trying to make the most real play ever uh-huh. and so he wants to make a play that's just like real life so he hires these actors and the idea would be like you would walk through and just watch them living their lives but it gets bigger and bigger so he has this warehouse where he's built a replica of manhattan and you go into the warehouse and it's like you're walking around through manhattan what? but then to make it even more realistic there's a warehouse inside the warehouse where there's another play going on and there's a version of him inside <laughs> that warehouse directing this other play of course so, philip seymour hoffman is in this yeah. movie <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's super bizarre, uh, and uh, every time I watch it, I kind of connect more dots uh, of it. Um, and the final one, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. They remade it as City of Angels, but what's the original one called with Peter Falk? Yeah. Wings of Desire. That's what it is. Wings of Desire. Okay. It's a Vim Vendor's movie. Pause and say, Wings of Desire. <laughs> yes. She'll just edit it and make yeah, it Yeah, say, like say it plainly. Uh, Wings of Desire. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You can you can keep in me uh, not love not knowing it. Uh, but it's this it's this German movie about uh, this uh, angel who's like uh, wandering the earth and he falls in love with this human woman uh, and so he's trying to he wants to like stop being an angel and come back so he can be with her and Peter Falk is in it as himself like. He's what? like on a movie set Weird. and he can see the angel and so the angel and him talk and uh, 
and it's got the it's just a really beautiful movie and it's got just these like moments of just like uh of like poetry uh of just like spoken poetry and um it's a it's a really good film i just love that these movies are like existential existential and thought-provoking Walk hard. Dewey Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and dick jokes. Yeah. Okay, I, I think, think that sums up his Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one is up your alley, Joe. Okay. Desert Island. All right, I'm scared. Three different speeches in history to Ooh. listen to forever. Ooh. I'm really good at this. Ian will tell you, I make some crazy she, Desert Island requests. Yeah. <laughs> Three famous speeches to deliver. Maybe not famous. You know, maybe it might just be your mother saying something, but... Oof. I I should have warned you. I'm really I take a long time to make decisions. Take all your time because I can edit it to make it sound yeah. like you were just like one and two and three. Um, <laughs> and I live here, so I'm in no rush. I'm also like I'm also one of these people that can't like fantasize um, uh, in an impractical way. Okay. Like because uh, <laughs> right now, what the first thing that, that's coming to mind is uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie has a, a little book called We Should All Be Feminists. And it's it's in large part made up of a speech, a TED Talk that she gave. Great. Called We Should All Be Feminists. It's very beautiful and she's amazing. Um, and uh, I just finished her book Americana and it's she's just amazing and the speech is incredible. But of course the practical part of my brain is like, well, if I was on a desert island, I wouldn't need feminist literature. Like that's, <laughs> I, I am completely impractical. Like I can't sext and not think I should put the condom somewhere in there. Like I just... I can't yes. fit like, You could build like a Wonder Woman island that's like only women. Yeah, it's like warriors. I can't. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Um, but anyway. So do you need a variable? There is one man. <laughs> <laughs> a major no, chauvinist no, 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 on this yeah. island. I don't need to do it. But I, I think that I think that one we we should all be feminists uh, that I just watched from her. It's a short Great. TED talk, it's beautiful. I'm just on a kick right now with that. And one that we watched together is This Is Water. It's very good. It might be one of my favorites. I'm just thinking of all the historic speeches, and I can't parse out like which one of various people's speeches are called what. You know right. what I mean? Like which ones happened at what time? Right. Because um, I know for me it would be like, I don't care which one. I just want a fireside chat. Like one of yeah. them is a fireside yeah. chat. Like <laughs> something that because if it's a deserted island, I want them to make me feel like I got a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Or it might be like just a really nice recording of Maya Angelou reading. Well, I know why yeah. the cage bird sings. Yeah. yeah. Could you consider There's... all of Tom Hanks' dialogue in Castaway as a speech? That's <laughs> going on there? I mean, I do. And you could listen to that on a desert island. There's. Did you guys see? This is actually really funny because I am an artist, but I get really annoyed with like follow your dream speeches. I actually mm-hmm. do. And oh, I find okay. them uh, Very difficult because I'm like. Uh, also pay your bills. Um, and, but Jim Carrey gave that incredible commencement speech a few years back. Yeah. That was, that was very much like you can be unhappy doing anything, so you might as well, you know, be happy. That's the one where he said he gave himself a year not to be living in his car anymore. I think that might be yeah. the one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but but throughout all of history, I mean, we're talking. I'm bad at this. I'm very bad at no, this. No, it's all fine. And Jim Carrey's right there. No, no, no. I mean, I'm thinking of more recent things. Exactly. You yeah. gotta, you gotta have one. Jim Carrey and Dewey Cox. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, I'm thinking about like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King and Mother Teresa and like yeah. all of these people, and I'm going through all of like and 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 
freaking the Greeks and all of these people, and I'm just like, I'm coming up short. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I'm sorry. No, no apologies. No apologies. No regrets 2012. Yeah. No, I love it. We're no like, regrets. yeah, I love I'll it. think about it. Sure. If I come up with better things, we'll edit them in. Sure, no problem. You know what it just made me think of when she mentioned Jim Carrey? The one that popped into my head was the uh, the Matthew McConaughey, I'm chasing myself in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you speech. right now, I would not take that speech. <laughs> okay, so we can that cross that one off. I would yeah. leave in a box back Process in a minute. This is why Joe's keeping me in check, because I was, like, gung-ho about Everybody loved that speech. I feel like I was a total weirdo. This is like that episode she of The Office. I, yeah, I also hate she Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. I'm the oh, okay. only person I know that hates him this much. Are you guys familiar with The Office? Yes. Right. Ryan started the fire. <laughs> the episode where he, where John Krasinski's dating Amy Adams and they're playing Desert Island, and mm-hmm. Pam says legally Bond. He goes, "No, these are three movies forever." Then Amy Adams gets out of the car and she's like, oh, "We're playing Desert Island. I want to play." Well, of course, they have to start with legally Bond. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Except nice. I don't know. That is a really great movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you if you that. think of it, come yeah, back. But there's no apologies. Yeah, no right. apologies. Okay. Um. So we talked with both of you about like what you're reading now, but what are you watching slash listening to? I, right now, I'm watching this excellent documentary series uh, that was on PBS called Soundbreaking, mm. uh, which is all about uh, sort of uh, recording studio practices over the last century. And so every episode sort of takes a different aspect of recording. So like episode one is about producers, and then there's one about recording technology, and one about singers, and one about the rise of sampling and you know so wow. like everyone really sort cool. of takes there's one about like the introduction of electronic instruments so like or electric instruments so going from acoustic guitars to electric guitars to synthesizers to you know uh all that kind of stuff so uh it's a really really fascinating um series that as someone who you know owns a studio like it's uh it's and i think even for people that don't know anything about it you know you you find something about it um, also premiering tonight, so I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I'm obsessed, but the CW is doing that Archie comics, uh, yeah. yes. that Archie murder series. Riverdale. We're going to see what this is like. Right. I um, did see a review that said it was like Twin Peaks mixed, go- mixed with Gossip Girl, but it's more Gossip Girl. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what, So it's right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just for him. I yeah. love, like I said, I'm a comic book person. I love Archie comics. Um... I'm interested to see what this is like, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to watch that tonight. We'll They've see. been advertising it hard on other podcasts, yeah, and yeah, especially on on uh, the AfterBuzz Network mm-hmm. um, that they do like after shows for TV, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were advertising it hard on the Bachelor podcast. That's why I you know I've been hearing about it, but they keep the advertising scheme they're doing is: Are you more like an Archie who's a golden boy, or a Betty who's a like a bad girl are you more like a so-and-so that's a so-and-so yeah. or are you like a jughead who loves burgers the one for jughead was like they used some really derogatory word like louse or something and i was like whoa fuck hey, you bro jughead's great um, his name is jughead he is going is places uh for music i'm uh i'm trying to think what's going now. on uh yeah there's this fantastic like uh jazz ensemble called now versus now um who i've been obsessing over for the last couple months i found out about them because a lot of the musicians played on david bowie's last album he got a lot of them to play uh on black star and so i found them through that 
Um, and uh, I'm still jamming to run the Jewels 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was real late on Chance the Rapper's um, uh, what was, coloring book. I like didn't yeah. listen to coloring book when it came out, and I don't know why, and I got into it kind of late, but uh, so good. I didn't know him until SNL. Like, I, I knew who he was. I would recognize the his Christmas face. The Christmas SNL. Yeah. yeah great performance. Man, oh my gosh. I felt like I was falling apart inside. And I normally like, hate the music segment. Like, I'm a mm-hmm, diehard yeah. SNL fan. Yeah. And I fast forward through a lot of it if it's the next day. Because I'm like, I know what this person does. Whatever. Chance yeah. killed it. Man, I was about to fast forward. And he had such presence that I was like, I literally was frozen in my tracks. Yeah. Oh, God. Solange's album, too, I'm still... Every time it comes on on my on my iPhone, I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted to listen to. I, I want to listen to someone who will fight someone else in an elevator, fight her brother-in-law in an yeah. elevator. Who just uh, happens to be J motherfucking Z. She has this whole slow jam about how it's okay to be pissed off, and it's uh, yes. good. Let's see. What am I watching? I'm always watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's one it's of the only good things. good show. It's so good. It's like, the, I feel like it is the current good sitcom I've heard good things about The Good Place. I've heard really good things about, about The Good um, So yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Big fan. It's the only thing I can consistently watch because, as Dalton knows, if I miss the first like three episodes of something, I'm already too far behind to ever catch up. It's why I never watched Breaking Bad. Because I never got struck. Same. Throat. And I like. Same. And I, just, I have to Legit. like. Like once I start watching, he'll tell you like I'll binge like 13 episodes a day and not be able to function. And until I've finished a series. There was one day I left the house and we hadn't started watching the third season of Lost yet and I came back and she had finished the third season of Lost. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Betrayal! It's true. Well, I no, had he'd seen, seen it. A million times. We were times. watching it together. Yeah. He, he was making me watch it, which so I This is like my fifth run through of Lost, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I really like Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. We're 4, 8, 15, 16, 2342. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Never um, seen it. <laughs> I have to tell you, the, the, obviously the pilot is one of the most incredible episodes of television I've ever seen, but the opening of season two is so oh. shocking, so oh. affecting, mm-hmm. I I felt like I was falling apart inside. Make your own kind of music. Yeah, thank God. Oof. 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 Dang. Actually, I won trivia the other night, and one of the questions was the name of the airliner that lost, <laughs> and I was like, Oceanic! Oceanic! <laughs> Oceanic! <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember the number. 815? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 815 because yeah. it's for 815, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the, the albums you were naming, definitely. But I also made a list for somebody this year that specifically focused a little bit more around um, like sort of folkish Americana-ish stuff. And I belatedly got turned on to this album, Case Lang Viers, which is Nico Case and Katie Lang and Laura Viers all just did a supergroup album. Just one off. And it was really good. And I was sad that I had missed that on, on the first go-around. Also, Pine Grove, um, who we actually saw play a show with some friends of ours a couple of years back, and they blew up this year. They were on NPR's list. They were on AV Club's list. They were on everybody's list this year. This album was really good. Um, I think it's called Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been... I was going to say, can you just send me that list? Because Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Did, definitely. Um, Claire knows this. I did a Woody Guthrie show a couple of years ago, and since then I've been like trying to like find... Good, like Americana folk music. Oh yeah, shovels and rope. Okay, oh, fine. Shovels sure, and rope. totally, shovels and rope. totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I'd love to see that. Yeah, watch their Austin City Limits. Oh yes, that's okay. shovels and rope. Austin City Limits is amazing. So good. Oh, did you guys hear that? Um, the oh, what's his name? Chris 
uh, Tyvee, he's the lead singer of Nickel Feely. Feely, thank you. The lead singer of Nickel Creek. Yeah, took over. Uh, yeah, um, the new host of uh, Her Companion. Companion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is so cool. So, so cool. Nickel Creek, you should definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And all of his auxiliary stuff. I mean, he's like a MacArthur genius guy. He did the Silk Road Project with Yo-Yo Ma. He did a, a mandolin album of Bach. Like, that's the I'm in. guy. I'm sold. Like, I'm he's, sold. He's out of control. The song you should do is off of the off the album, Why Should the Fire Die? So, mm-hmm. The song is uh, Doubting Thomas. He would slay Doubting Thomas. I'm going to look that up as soon as you all leave my house. Their band, their band has a a fiddler, so everything they yes. do, you can do. Yes, yeah, very good. They're very yes. good. I love Nickel Creek. I was so happy when they reunited, and I got to go see them at uh, Celebrate Brooklyn uh, in the in the band shop. Yeah, band shop. Oh man, they're so and good. What was the third album? Oh, I was going to talk that Fantagram album. I've been getting back yeah, into that. Yeah, that, so that was a good one. Um, That's those awesome. Are the things that are in rotation right now. Great. Yeah, and the Chance the Rapper album and the Run the Jewels album, which. Are yeah still in heavy rotation. So, Great. question number four. Number four. <laughs> who was the last person you texted that was not any of us in this room? You can't, you look. can't look. You can't, can't look. Um. You don't have to tell us like the subject oh. or whatever, but just, just who, who was it and how it's are you related? Definitely my friend Chris, who I had the comic book podcast with. Hi, Chris. Uh, I was telling him how good the current run of Daredevil is. And that I is it good? Like, it's very good. I haven't caught up. Here's the thing. I It started, I love Charles Soule, who's writing it. It started off kind of slow. I didn't like the first arc with this Ten Fingers bad guy. Around issue 10, kicked into high gear, and it's been A+. Plus ever I'm since sorry, the bad 10. guy has ten fingers? His name is it's Ten Fingers. It's not like the six-fingered man who like has something unique about him. Like The ten-fingered man is like a... It can be any one of us. Hello, no, my he has name ten- is Aningo Montoya. I, you are a totally normal person. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> he has, I should clarify, he has ten fingers on each hand. Oh, oh, oh yes. my. Dang. Uh, it wasn't a great arc, but <laughs> issue ten and on, it's been A+. Plus all right, all right. That's too much. That's too much. Yeah, that's too handsy, literally. Huh. I am fairly certain it was um, my one of my best friends. She was my college roommate, and uh, we had a little dip. She had She had some kids, and I was out here and she lives back in St. Louis and so uh, we weren't in contact quite as much and then I went on tour this fall and we hung out a little bit and she was the one who turned me on to that book podcast so we've been texting a lot about books and about life and I just started well not I started a book today called Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore and I'm like over halfway through now um and so I was texting her to find out if she'd read it it's a very good book by the way great I'm learning so much. Yeah, Aren't me you too. Learning so <laughs> Holy shit, yes. You could tell from the first 10 or 15 minutes that Ian and I will get off on Lacey Chabert, but we will not get but into we, the roots exactly. of like real literature and like knowledge. Like Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky! I mean, for the record, I dropped the Dostoevsky book after 500 pages and the main character who's supposed to die wasn't dead yet. But it wasn't because <laughs> Over of that. It. it was because it was like, well, that's it was due back at the library. Uh, <laughs> got it. Um, okay. Okay, and here oh. it comes. One person, living or dead, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. Hmm, that's a wonderful question. Right? What a mm-hmm. wonderful question. Every time we ask a guest this question, they always have that, hmm. <laughs> it's really nice until you start thinking about who it's going to be and it gets roll, <laughs> gets tricky when you start thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with my number one instantaneous reaction because I never have those. Oh, okay. And that's Michelle. Yeah. That's that's Michelle Obama. Gosh, she's such a star. I thought you were going to say Lacey Chabert. <laughs> I said, I mean, 
I, because I feel like she is extracted from all of the political stuff. Like, whatever you feel about her husband aside, um, although, whatever. That he's a handsome, um, perfect, incredible man. Yeah. Second. <laughs> but, but whatever you feel about, like, politics aside, she was, she's just, she's had a lot of class and a lot of grace and has just been a really intelligent person who has successfully or not tried really hard to be um, just an incredible leader and... Uh, I think maybe her speech after the Access Hollywood tape uh, uh, maybe would be one of those speeches I would have taken with me. You know, like she just, you know, I feel like people have been saying when they go low, we go high ever since she did. And a lot of people aren't good at it. They're like, when they go low, we go high. You motherfucker. Like, they're just like bad at it. But you can tell like, she's not. She really meant it and it's how she lives her life. Yeah. And I wish her well. I wish her, you know, well for the rest of her days. Good choice. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say I think uh, Lauren Duca. She's the uh, reporter for Teen Vogue. That yes, is responsible girl. for making Teen Vogue, like, super woke right now. Uh, Did you just say woke? But, yeah. Teen Vogue is the wokest bay yeah. we have. <laughs> I didn't. I but, did not know about that. So. Yeah, Teen Vogue is. They've been doing some anti-woke like yeah yeah and lauren duca has been doing all this reporting and she has gotten avalanches of harassment on twitter for it like lots of really disgusting um and hateful stuff and she just keeps trucking along and fighting and uh tweeting and writing and doing real journalism and uh so every time i see her tweets and i see the responses to it i'm like how how does she do this? How does she like put up with like these thousands of hateful replies? And so I hope she's doing well and keeps fighting the fight. Yeah, that makes me want to shout out Leslie Jones after all that shit she yeah. went Leslie through. Jones. Leslie Jones, yes, yes. fucking great. Wish her well. Yeah. All right. Also, my friends and family, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> friends and family, all our friends and family. Big ups. All right, guys. Okay. We are the luckiest ever. Hell's yeah. I literally, I feel, I feel so open and free. All of our guests have been like so fucking awesome so far. Way cooler than us. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. Ian, you're very cool, but much cooler than me. Oh no, that's a a lie. That (laughs) is a downright lie. I I would not have known about Lacey the Dog or Lacey Chabert and Christian Mingle, which somehow I missed the memo on. Yes. What? Okay. Yeah. We, we'll have a movie night. So I just feel like I needed to put that back in there. That's fair. Right. Right. It all one came One rotten circle. review. One rotten review. You could no like spin that. Reviews. You could say only one rotten review. Only you could spin just, it. just the okay. one. Yeah, that's good. The movie. All right, Dalton, Joe, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thanks thank for you. having us on. Thank you, oh my God, yeah. anytime, so all the times, every time. Yeah, you know where to find us. Yeah, yeah. we'll be yeah. here. We know where you yeah. live. Now, where can people find you in the ether, on social media, in sure. life? Yeah. Do you have any Plug shows away. coming up after your hiatus? Um, yeah, like I said, I'm still on Twitter. I'm at Dalton Deshane. Uh, it's Dalton D A L T O N. Deshane is D E S Chain. D-S-C-H-A-I-N. Great. Uh, and we have a band, Dalton DeShane and the Traveling Show. We released an album in October. You can get uh, it as a book. You can, Yeah, so we released our album as a book. Uh, so it's a, uh, we decided not to do CDs because people don't have CD players. We decided not to do vinyl because it's too expensive. So instead I wrote a 30-page short story and it was illustrated by our bass player. 
and we so we release a 50 page short story book that Rad. has a download code for the album so you get a book and you get the music and there's yeah. a music video about that song and yep. there is um uh not a video about that song there's a music video of that song yep. and you can also always go to dalton Dalton or Dalton yep. and the Um, and just a little heads up, uh, the Dalton Deshane and the Traveling Show project is a concept. It's like got a whole storyline. It's very cool and Hence weird. The book. Obviously, this guy reads awesome comic books. Um, our next show is February 11th. Yeah, we do have a show at Sidewalk Cafe uh, for their Anti Folk Festival. Uh, on February 11th, uh, I believe at 9 or 9.30. Uh, we're going to be playing some brand new songs because, like I said, we're working right now and doing a bunch of new stuff. We're going to have another EP and book coming out in a couple months. Uh, so we got another book coming out uh, with music and a music video, but that'll all be a little bit later this year. So cool. Um, oh, my God. The and coolest. But yeah, you can buy all that stuff, DaltonDeshane.com. You can also stream the music. Uh, the album is called Roberta, by the way. The album's called Roberta. Uh, it's on Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. It's a very short album. When he yeah, says album, he songs. means EP. Yeah. And then there is an EP that preceded it. It's five songs called The Collateral Vignette. Um, for my project, I, my next show date is March 8th at the Way Station in Brooklyn um, at 8 p.m. with E.W. Harris and Maude Gunn. That's a good lineup. Um, and somebody else, and I'm forgetting, but I know she's incredible. I just haven't seen her myself, so it didn't stick. Um... And then I will very likely be going on a tour through the South with E.W. Harris uh, late April, early May. So if you not, are not a local, uh, hit me up. I'll let you know where I'm going to be. Um, we are probably going to be releasing a tour album, a limited mm -hmm. edition tour Sweet. album that Great. you can catch then. But in the meantime, you can find me at Joe Kroger um, on Twitter. Uh, there's a music Facebook page. Spotify, Apple Music, all those things, and JoeKroger.com is under construction. Um, but the most recent album was released back in March, and it was produced by Dalton Deshane. It's called The Simplest, mm -hmm. and the album before that was called Trouble Night. But The Simplest is the one we're pushing right now, because <laughs> Dalton helped me with it. And uh, and yeah, check it out. Yeah, Amazing. thank you. You guys have everything going on. I know. <laughs> I am. Like I knew I'm you guys so were inspired. cool, but I'm like, oh god, man! We have like the cool kids at our table. I know, damn, we gotta make some art. No, <laughs> Jesus working, Christ! We're working on a comic book too. That's the other thing. God damn it, guys! We are. We gotta. We got someone to do the art, so we're gonna. They be also work for SpaceX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they work for NASA too. They I, flew the Facebook plane. They flew <laughs> I, think, I think it's very easy when you're a musician to like feel like you're not doing anything, even if you're doing a lot, because like you did it, and then by the time everybody hears it, you've already worked on it for a long time, and you're trying to figure out what to do now. Yeah. And you feel out of it. Like I was hearing about you know you talking about what you were up to today, and just being like, man, she's so in it. She's just so in it. Oh, and I was God. just like feeling all the love for that and all the respect. And so Aww. like, um, I, I appreciate it. But on my side, I'm like, no, these guys are the ones doing it. He, he got off a plane to a train, to a bus, to a train, to a bus, to teach and dance and all the things. And so you know oh, how man. it is like on the other side of the hill. Yeah. Like, a mutual admiration society. Uh, that's that's, that's I love it. Ian, where can people find you on social media? I am at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram and uh, at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. I don't know why that one's different, guys. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no apologies. No apologies. I, <laughs> I regret nothing. 
Um, so that's where you can find me. What about you, Claire? I am at womanship, like a lady on a boat, W-O-M-A-N-S-H-I-P on the Twitter and the Snapchat, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship, ClaireManship.com. And the show is at This Week's Thing. This Week's Thing at gmail.com. This Week's Thing.com. SoundCloud, This Week's Thing. iTunes, yeah. the thing that happened this week, hashtag This Week's Thing. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell, tell your, your enemies. enemies. <laughs> tell Lacey Chabert. Tell Lacey Chabert. For the love of God. <laughs> Please, if we can't get her on the show, it is over. It is done. It is our series finale. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton Joe, thank you again. Thank you, thank thank you so much, guys. For having us. We're the luckiest sons of bitches on the planet right now. Heck yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. I'm Claire Manship. I'm Ian Brodsky. And that, and that was, was the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Later.